This is the Ultimate Attorney Podcast, the podcast for small law firms who want to create a thriving legal practice. Each week, we'll uncover the ways that you can improve your referrals, your marketing, and your business operations, helping you to generate more revenue and elevating your life and your law practice. In each episode, we'll tap into some of the closest guarded secrets from industry titans, thought leaders, and legal specialists. We're glad that you've tuned in. And once again, it's time to help you become an ultimate attorney. Hey everyone, Dre Redfern here. And Alexis Neely. And welcome back to the Ultimate Attorney Podcast, where this week we are going to cover why it is so critically important for you to ditch that initial consultation, the meet and greet, and really reallocate your time and how you handle these consultations in a different way to buy you back more time and tee you up for more success in your practice. That's absolutely right. Many of you are doing initial consultations with clients that are kind of meet and greet style where you spend 30 minutes, an hour, two hours in, in my case when I was doing this, sometimes up to four hours with a potential client only to hear them say, oh, thanks, that was so great. We'll need to think about it and get back to you or... Thanks so much. Um, we're just not sure or anything other than them saying, okay, great. Yes, let's move forward. And here's my check or here's my credit card. And if that's happening to you, it is a huge waste of your time. At New Law Business Model, the lawyers who are using our structured initial consultation meeting, we're going to talk and tell you more about that, what that is in a minute. They, many of them, not every single one, but many of them have 100% engagement rates. That means that they, every single person that they sit down with says yes to hiring them and at average fees of between three to $5,000 for an estate plan. And eh, usually $2,500 to $3,000 for a business owner client that then turns into a $750 to $3,000 a month strategic counsel business owner client. So what is it that these lawyers are doing in their initial consultation that you are not doing in yours? Well, first of all, they have a completely and totally scripted process. Dre, I want to ask you a question about this. Have you ever gone in to meet with a lawyer and it feels like they're making small talk for way too long and not really you know, making the very best use of your time? Uh, I would say that's been every consultation, I think. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually, I, I couldn't even tell you that I, I have a, had one that didn't have that sort of setup. Uh, yeah. and I, I think that's the way that they just view like the icebreaker. We're going to talk about the weather and then we'll move on to, you know, something else 15 minutes later, if it's that fast and then ease onto the conversation. But yeah, I would say this is like, this is a major issue for attorneys. It's a major issue because we didn't, we don't know what else to do. Nobody taught us anything differently. So, you know, people would come into my office. I would make small talk because I was uncomfortable. I didn't really know what to say. Then, you know, we would get into talking about what they needed. And most of the time I would just be telling them what they needed. And then I would spend the rest of the meeting trying to convince them on what they needed. And then I would talk longer and longer longer and longer because I was nervous to tell them how much it would cost to get what they needed. And then by the time I finally did, I was like super uncomfortable about it. And then of course they would say, we're not sure we have to think about it or thank you so much for your time. We'll get back to you. And then they would leave and I would feel totally deflated and as if I didn't know how to do a good job and very, 
often um, after that would happen, I, I thought long and hard about throwing in the towel and going back and getting a job because I didn't realize that I was going to have to learn to sell. And that's what it felt like. It felt like I don't know how to sell. I went to law school, so I wasn't going to have to sell. My dad was a salesman. I didn't want to have to be a salesman. That's why part of the reason I went to law school and now here I am having to sell. So that's the flip side. The flip side is, you know, have you ever been to a professional service provider where you just feel like you're being sold to? And of course, right, we've all, we've all had that experience too, where you just feel like you're being sold to. And I think, you know, for a lot of lawyers who don't like to sell or who don't like to feel like they're being sold to, the way that they do this initial consultation meet and greet is kind of like what they think is the antidote to that. They think, oh, I don't want to be salesy. You know, I don't want to sell anything. I don't, I don't want to, you know, them to feel like somebody to feel like I'm selling. So I'm just going to give a lot of free legal advice out. And then people will really like me and then they'll hire me. Maybe, maybe you've seen that as well. Yeah, no, I have. And, and I think that it's one of these things where leading into that small talk or like going way too long or going straight to the, um, the sales pitch yeah. does make it like, you know, what do you turn to? Like, what's the right answer? And I, and I think that it's important to realize here that for most attorneys, it's going to fluctuate because everyone has a different person. Like there's no going to be, you know, one exact framework that works specifically for you because some attorneys are more introverted than others. Some are more extroverted. Like you have to play into your strengths when it comes to these meetings. So that being said, Yes. How do you tee up for your strengths in these meetings to not waste time if you do it yeah. and then not also go straight for the straight for the kill and ask for that sale? Yeah. So the framework that I think really can work for most of you is first of all, it's to make a big internal shift. So there's going to be an internal shift and there's going to be an external shift. So the internal shift is First of all, to recognize that you never have to sell anything, that when you are sitting down for an initial consultation with a client, it's never about selling. It's never about persuading. It's never about closing the deal. And as soon as you start to hear yourself thinking in those terms, recognize that that is false conditioning. You can just throw all of that out of your mind altogether and bring yourself back to awareness that your role and job is to be a trusted advisor for the people that are sitting across from you, even if they haven't hired you yet. Your role and job is to be a trusted advisor. And in order to be a trusted advisor, you are never telling anybody what to do. You're not going to tell anybody what to do. Instead, what you are going to do is you're going to educate and inform and empower them to tell you what they want. And then once they tell you what they want, you're going to let them know how you can do that for them. And of course, it's just going to be natural at that point that they would want you to do that for them because you've just helped them to tell you what they want. So what does this look like in the actual structure of your meeting that's not just a meet and greet? It's an educational meeting. No matter what area of practice you are in, my bet is that you can figure out how to switch your initial consultation, meet and greet, small talk, see if we like each other, I tell you what to do and how much it's going to be, and then you decide to either give me that money or not, into a conversation that is educational in nature, where you are educating them about the law, they are educating you about their situation. And then based on 
the combination of their specific situation and your understanding of the law, they're going to tell you why they need to hire you. And so the way that looks like in our practices, which are estate planning and business planning focused at New Law Business Model, as you know, our initial meeting, not just a meet and greet, is a two-hour scripted educational meeting. Now, sometimes it can be done faster than that, but within 45 minutes, you know whether the people are going forward or not because they've told you why they need to hire you or not. And you know what a lot of estate planning lawyers do is they get into designing an estate plan before they even know if they're getting hired. So you do not, you're not going to ever do that. You're not going to be giving out any free legal advice, no matter what practice area you're in. Instead, what happens is that as soon as the clients walk in, there's no small talk. Number one, because you really care about their time. And you want them to know that you really care about their time and that you are not taking their time lately. So everything is scripted. Everything is scripted. Though it doesn't feel scripted because every client that comes in is a new client. The very first thing that happens when they come in is you say, hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And then you present them with an agenda, a printed agenda with their name on it. I think we've talked about this in a prior episode so that they know and you know exactly what to expect for the meeting exactly what to expect for the meeting. And they love that their name is on it because it really feels like you really prepared for them coming in. So you've got your agenda, you present your agenda, you ask them if that you know, agenda would work for them. They say yes. We call this setting context for the meeting and that relaxes their system immediately because they know what's going to happen. They know, by the way, that you're going to present them with package options to work together going forward if you both decide that it would make sense for them to proceed with their planning. So they're not worried about, oh God, when is he going to say something about the fee? Or when is she going to say something about the fee? You've all gotten that clear. And then you have specific questions. Then then our lawyers tell their firm story. We have a, a very specifically scripted firm story. We call it the, tra- you know, the transition story. I used to be this kind of a lawyer and now I do things differently and here's why. And by doing that, immediately you're starting to differentiate yourself from other lawyers or law firms in case they've shopped around, in case they were considering shopping around. And that firm story is a critical piece of the process so that they get to know you before you're asking them a whole bunch of personal questions about them. And then at the end of that presentation of that story, you're going to bring in your, your family, by the way, and introduce your, your family. So not just your, it's not, by the way, the firm story is also not about your credibility and you know all these awards that you want or anything like that. It's about why you are the kind of lawyer Lawyer that you are. What makes you different from other lawyers? And there's stories involved in that. Just three to five minutes, let's say. Then at the end of that, before you move on, so do you have any questions about anything I said, I didn't say, or anything else at all? Giving them a chance to ask questions. If not, then we're going to talk about you. And now you get to dive into their personal situation. And during this part of the meeting, we are ver- asking very specific questions designed to understand the family dynamics in their family or the dynamics of their business. What is their business model? How does their business earn money? What are all the different services they provide? Who do they provide those to? Or if they're in a, you know, if it's a family that you're working with, you know, tell me about your family. Who's in your family? What would happen if you didn't make it home today to your children? And, you know, who would step forward to take care of them? And let's look at what would happen in the event that you became incapacitated. And let's look at what would happen in the event that you were to, to be in an accident and not come out of the hospital and to die. And they're actually telling you the answers to these questions. 
You're not telling them because you don't know the specifics of their family dynamics. You're using curiosity to uncover what's true in their family or to uncover what's true in their business. And this, this part of the meeting alone, when you handle it right and when you handle it well, your clients fall in love with you. Because all of a sudden, and I don't mean like literally want to marry you, fall in love with you. I mean like, <laughs> I mean like they feel cared about. They feel like, wow, this, this lawyer really is asking me questions that nobody's ever asked me before about how my business works, about how my family works. And interspersed within that is some of the pieces that they need to understand about how the law works. That's the only time you should be talking, by the way. They should be talking way more than you. The clients should. And if they're not, then you've got to go back to the drawing board and fix that. And finally, once you really understand the dynamics of their family, or you understand the dynamics of, of their business, and you have applied the law to those dynamics in a way that helps them to see what would happen. For example, if they did know estate planning or if they just had, you know, their old outdated plan operating or in their business context, if they didn't have proper agreements or insurance or financial systems or tax systems, you ask them. So, you know, we've, we've talked about your family. We've talked about your business, whatever it is. And I've told you, you know, here's what would happen if this were to happen. And now out of all of the things that we've talked about today, out of all the things that we've talked about today, if you had to pick just one thing to solve, what would be the most important thing that you would want to solve? And I'm asking that so that I can really get to know, you know, what are your highest priorities? Because I don't know what your highest priorities are out of everything we've talked about. And there's some nuances here, but what they are then going to tell you is why they need to hire you. Right there, they tell you why they need to hire you. And then you say, okay, great. Here's how we can work together to solve that problem. And you present packages that they can choose from. And based on how you have packaged your services and ideally not charging hourly, right? Not charging hourly, not open-ended billing, not even too low of flat fees, but actual packages where they get to choose the right package for them. And you guide them to choose that right package then what's going to happen in most cases, you and you'll be so surprised about this, you will find that your clients will choose a package that is for a fee that is higher than you probably would have quoted if you were to just say, okay, this is what you should get and this is how much it should cost. Very often you would have underestimated what people really want and probably you would have not charged enough for it. And so when you can create a menu of packages to present and allow your clients then to choose their own fee for working with you based on the menu of options that you give them and don't give them too many, just enough, where they feel in control, more often than not, they are going to choose the package that is higher, priced higher than you would have charged if you were just quoting the fee and they feel more in control and happier with the whole situation. And so if you drop the meet and greet and instead create a structured system for what you do in that initial consultation, and by the way, stop calling it an initial consultation. An initial consultation is like a 15-minute intake conversation. The thing you're going to do is not an initial consultation at all. It's a highly valuable meeting that has a name, a purpose, and a value, like in our case, a family wealth planning session or a lift business strategy session then you are going to be able to go from not having enough money like we talked about to hire the support you need in your house, but having plenty of money using your law degree in the right way and 
being able to hire support both in your office, outside your office, you know, get paid by the clients that you love to serve. And you've got to drop the meet and greet once and for all in order to do that. So God, there's so many things to unpack there. Um, <laughs> I would say having, you know, mentioned earlier, Ali, I don't think I've ever been in an attorney's office where they haven't, you know, done the small talk stuff at first. But what I will say, just because we've consulted with plenty of attorneys who I haven't been in their office, mm-hmm. is that one of the things that works really, really well, regardless of whether you're an estate planning or business attorney or whatever it is, is the storytelling process yeah. of the actual law firm mm. before you sit down for your, like, you know, at the table. Now, what I mean by this is um, there's been plenty of, you know, studies and like campfire tales and, um, you know, sharing stories by the campfire and these sorts of things, all really, really valuable and insightful. But when someone is like, you welcome them at the front desk, whatever it is, what's helped many practices that we've worked with is by having some sort of like history or brief overview or something of the law firm on the wall. So that as you're going to the conference room or something along those lines, wherever you may have, you can say, well, this is where we were started and this is what we've grown to. And, and it sort of shares your vision and like your purpose for the firm on your way to the meeting. So by the time that you actually sit down to that meeting and you hand that agenda out for the first time, you've covered all the basics Mm. of you and the firm and the history and those sorts of things so that you got it out of the way and you did it in like basically less than 90 seconds in like a storytelling sort of fashion here. So that when you sit down in the meeting, you have that agenda, it can be, you know, game on. You're not wasting anybody's time and you get straight, straight to the crux of, what their pain points are, how you can address them, and really uh, you know, do more of the consultative selling mm. and less of the direct selling like so many attorneys tend to do. Yeah. And again, if you really bring yourself back to an understanding that you are the trusted advisor for your clients that you, and by the way, oftentimes I do call them clients by the time they come into an initial consultation for you, even though they may not have hired you yet, they're technically, they're still prospects. But if you're already thinking of them as clients and you are their trusted advisor and you are helping them to make a great decision, and by the way, you're willing to let them walk out the door and in fact, pushing them out the door if hiring you wouldn't be the best decision, that's really really the frame that you want to be coming from. You are there to educate. You are there to support them in making great decisions. You're there to make the best use of their time. You're not just there for a meet and greet. So if you are doing any estate planning, any wills and trusts, any business planning work, we can teach you a scripted process for this initial consultation. So it's not a meet and greet. That's what we do at New Law Business Model. That's the thing that we've been perfecting over the years. So you can have a 100% engagement rate or for those that actually need your services and, and charge the fees that you need to receive in order to provide a great service. And then my guess is that if you're in another practice area, you can work with Dre and his company at Ultimate Attorney in order to create your own scripted process so that you're never again just sitting down with people and you know, shooting the breeze, seeing if they like you, and then telling them what they need and uh, telling them what it will cost, and then you know, having a 
50% or even 60% engagement rate. Because those meetings where people are coming in and they need your services and they're not hiring you and they're not paying you what you need in order to deliver a great service are a colossal waste of your time. They're a colossal waste of your law degree. And this is something that you can absolutely turn around very quickly and will have the greatest impact in your law practice. This one thing, shifting how you get hired by clients without question has the greatest impact in your law practice because it's probably the place that you are losing the most time and money right now. Whenever I see that you, you know, lawyers who have a 50% or 60% or even 70% engagement rate, it's like my heart goes, oh, that is such a waste of your time and money and really not doing a service to your clients. And once you have the resources coming in, then you could start to think about the more fun issues, which we're going to talk about on our next episode of the Ultimate Attorney Podcast, like how to know what to invest in when it comes to your practice. I, you know, If you're anything like me, you like to make investments in your law practice when you feel like you've got the money for it, but you might be wondering how to know, well, what should I invest in once I have the money coming in? So we're going to talk about that in our next episode of the Ultimate Attorney Podcast. We'll see you there. Hey there, Dre Redfern here, and we appreciate you listening to this week's episode of the Ultimate Attorney Podcast. Now, before you go, I have three quick things for you. Number one, if you're not already receiving our free premium content, then go to ultimateattorneypodcast.com and register on the right-hand column to receive all of our best free resources. Now, when you do, we'll send you access to our next level law firm bootcamp, which is a seven-day video series to help you reduce the stress of running your law firm, create more revenue predictability, and sell your services with greater ease, and it's all completely free. All you have to do is visit ultimateattorneypodcast.com and register on the right-hand side. The second thing that I have for you is that Ultimate Attorney is going to be hosting a live two-day event in Dallas, Texas on May 2nd and 3rd, and I would love to see you there. During these two days, we're gonna walk you through our six-part process to help you level up to create a seven-figure law firm and show you how you can radically scale your law firm to meet your goals. We're also giving away more than $2,000 worth of free templates, resources, and implementation plans to help you level up your law firm from the moment you leave the event. You're gonna love it, and I would love to see you there. So for more information and to register, simply visit ultimateattorneylive.com. Number three, and finally, we don't monetize this podcast with ads or sponsors. So the best compliment that you could give us would be to rate us five stars on iTunes. And when you do, you'll be entered into our monthly drawing to receive one of our three courses that Allie and I offer that are valued between $1,000 and $3,000. So don't miss out on that opportunity, and we would greatly appreciate your share and your five-star review. So that's all for now. Thank you again for listening to the Ultimate Attorney Podcast, and we'll see you on next week's episode.